Okay, kids, it's time for another episode of the Field by Weird podcast, the only podcast that you can feed after midnight. I'm Chris Daly, and today I have the pleasure of chatting with Eric and Eric Schuster and Cola Anderson from Adams Foundation. Eric, Cola, how are you guys doing today? Good. Good. Thank you. How you doing? Doing great. All right. So we usually like to kick things off. Eric, I kind of know you a little bit, but this will be a good way to get to know you a little bit better. Um, so I like to kick things off with an icebreaker question. So uh, the question today, if someone offered you a million dollars to give up your smartphone forever, would you do it? Yes, immediately. <laughs> they, they are the bane of existence and, and also the problem why we have mental health issues in this country. A lot of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Um, I think it'd be hard for me. I'd almost say if, if they up the number a little bit more to maybe a couple of million, maybe I'd be okay with it. I do a lot of I do a lot of work for this podcast and other stuff on my phone, so it, it would be hard. But no, I definitely agree with you, though. There definitely would be a lot less uh, issues, a lot less doom scrolling on social media, wasting time if it wasn't for smartphones. They're a blessing and a curse, I guess you could say. All right. So uh, another thing we'd like to talk about, you know, with the field by weird, what it is, is, you know, the things that you're into, the things that make you who you are. Those are the things that fuel your weird. So um cola let's start with you what are some things that you that you're interested in that you like to do there's a loaded question uh <laughs> i i guess that'll depend on how in depth you want to get uh i mean i do what i do i work we do the adams foundation obviously which is mental health awareness suicide prevention i my job that actually earns my paycheck is also with a mental health facility here oh, in town. Nice. Um, so I do a lot of that in my, I guess you call it spare time, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm familiar with that. I do um, take care of my animals. I don't know, I, I'm pagan. Uh, so hang on to that realm. Nice. Spend as much time as I can with my children. I have grandchildren. It's kind of your typical always busy. Very cool. Eric, what about you? Um, I don't know if it's weird, but uh, it possibly could be. Uh, I've been playing music since I was four years old. I started off as wow. a cellist. Uh, then around age 14, I got uh, very disenchanted with the classical world. Uh, my older brother was a drummer and an inspiration to me, so he would unknowingly let me steal his records. So I started listening to Rush and uh, being a cellist that fueled me to take the logical step to bass. And then when I was in college, I had some music courses and they wouldn't let me play bass or cello. So I had to learn guitar, keyboards, drums, and singing. Uh, so I don't know if that's weird, um, but uh, I also played baseball and hockey for a long time when I was younger. Back on. Uh, well, I don't know what else is weird about me. She could well, I mean, weird, weird's kind of definitive, you know, just like anything that you're into, you know, someone probably thinks is weird. You don't necessarily think it's weird. I think it's awesome. I mean, you know, like I mentioned, you and I have worked together for a number of years now, so I kind of knew you were um, big into music on your off hours, but I didn't know that it went back that far, so that's very cool to learn. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, well, eh, same thing, I, I like taking care of the dogs and uh, I, with Cola, we do Adam's Foundation, but I also 
have an organization called Breaking Boundaries, which I'm the president of. And I also uh, am the secretary on the pride board here at Idaho Falls. So that's awesome. Very cool. Well, you know, since you guys have spoke a little bit about Adams Foundation, let's, you know, for those who don't know about it, you know, let's let's roll into that. How how did you guys uh, get started with Adams Foundation? In October 2014, um, we lost my son to suicide. He was 14, almost 15 years old. And I, I don't see any other way to, to have moved forward. Because in a sense, it's like still taking care of that person. In yeah. a sense. Um, so it's just kind of what I do to, to, fill, to fill that void somewhat. And hopefully make sure, you know, try to help someone along the way. If not, prevent it. Um, help those who might unfortunately end up in the same, you know, but we, we ended up in, because right. it's not an easy thing to know, like, what do you do? Oh, do you yeah. How do you deal with that? For sure. So hence why I, as into the mental health awareness as I am with my degree and everything that, that I do. Sure. That's awesome. Um, you know, you know, it happened a number of years ago, so, you know, I apologize for your loss. That's, that's unfortunate. And I couldn't even imagine my, my oldest daughter's around the same age. So I, you know, I, I can't even imagine. Um, but yeah, you know, like you said, it, you know, even with that big loss, the world still has to keep going. And as much as you want everything to just stop, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to keep going when you have such a significant loss like that. So that's, that's awesome that you were able to find a way to, to kind of keep things going. Um, so what with Adams Foundation, what is it exactly that you guys do to what now that we know about what Adams Foundation is, what what kind of things do you guys do with Adams Foundation? Uh, what we do, um, we have our website, we have a Facebook page, and we do our we have our uh bigger fundraiser we're doing that in a couple of weeks to raise funds to help bring awareness to suicide prevention mostly i mean my biggest goal is to hopefully help people to understand that it's you know okay to talk about it. it's okay to to you know to express our feelings that we're not okay all the time you know it's not it's not shameful and it's not whether you're male or female, because I know we have a lot of, you know, the men are supposed to be men. And uh, no, I, you know, we need to talk about it. Whatever um, culture you're in, whatever your background is, you know, male, female, whatever. And we need people to understand it's okay to talk about it. And that's what we're here yeah. for, as well as, you know, um, you need counseling, I can help you get there. You need just somebody to talk to, we can help you get there too. Like literally just whatever your need is to reach out to us and we'll make sure that need is filled. To put it in a nutshell, Chris, uh, basically we're advocates for suicide awareness and prevention and also people that have mental health and mental disorders. Uh, like Cole said, it sounds like a, cl a cliche and a catchphrase because a lot of bands nowadays are saying, Hey, it's okay not to be okay. 
okay, yeah. it's okay not to be okay, but it's okay to get the help. Uh, the stigma, especially here in Idaho, is incredible. Um, if you look at us statistically, uh, per capita, Idaho only has about 2.8, 2.9 people in the whole state, yet the population doesn't lend to what the suicide rate is. It, we're in the top five. A state of 2.8, 2.9 million is in a per capita top five. That's absurd and ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's, you know, it's, it's like you said, there is that stigma where, you know, guys aren't supposed to be able to, you know, be emotional and talk about their feelings. They just need to keep it to themselves because that's something that girls do. And, you know, it's, it is okay to talk about it. I mean, you know, like for myself within the last year, I've lost two very important people in my life and it's hard because you, you want to sit and you want to mourn them, but you know, you, you got to keep going. And, you know, sometimes you just, you don't address those feelings. Um, and you try to like, you know, bury yourself in your hobbies or in your work to kind of just forget about your feelings. Cause you think they're just going to go away, but they don't. Um, so it's very important, you know, like you said, to reach out and talk to somebody about it. So that's, that's great that you guys have that available. Um, you mentioned your fundraiser. Um, let's talk a little bit about the fundraiser. Okay. Um, so Saturday, August 26th, over at the Elks Lodge in Idaho Falls, on East Elba Street, we have uh, a couple musicians that are coming up, uh, acts. Uh, we have Philip Binky. He's coming in from uh, Salt Lake City. Uh, Utah area. He's a singer-songwriter, very, very, very uh, talented young man, and his songs are oriented and focused on feeling good, feeling all right. Um, so if anybody's out there, look him up on uh, on the internet. Philip Aki, really good singer-songwriter. He'll be opening up his show, and then um, the... spell the last name. Oh yes, Enki. Capital E N K E Y, Philip. <laughs> you know, Phil, Phil, Phil. Um, and then a second band's going to be a band which, ironically, is called Misery. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's it, it, I, I put together some friends who all, who all I work with, uh, and um, I gave them the daunting task of learning songs that got me through my childhood and youth. Uh, some of them not so many fun songs quite difficult uh we're going to be exploring the gamut from ozzy to rush to judas priest to poison oh, wow. to, to motley Crue to bon jovi so uh yeah so we're gonna kind of take a little trip down my memory lane but these songs are all important to me because they all got me through my younger years be it a long time ago but uh still they got me through my younger years and then we have a wonderful rock band called scratch they're a local idaho falls rock band uh they just played alive at five very good very talented guys uh, we'll have auctions we'll have raffles uh it's basically just a celebration of life uh there's no no price to get in if you want to donate to adam's foundation it's always welcome but it's just we want everybody to know that there is an advocate and there is presence in Idaho Falls if you don't feel okay we're going to help you get feeling okay and the funds that we the funds that we gather in these events are used towards helping 
people to get into therapy. Um, some people can't afford it. So we do what we can to help pay for that. And, and then, you know, like I said, just keep, keep moving forward with, with um, how do like, we, we, I, I, we do what we can to, to put together things to, to give away, to expand the knowledge of what's happening in our world and right here in our little town. And, um, and also, I, I really want to mention, especially with some of the people that this gentleman works with, if you want to see him cry, you have to be there because he does. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh. He does a song that we played at the funeral that my son loved that's a Beatles song and one of our very close friends is going to do the piano right yes there's a gentleman a friend of ours who was in a serious accident um a few 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 months ago uh the doctor pretty much told me never play piano again but he's playing piano again so he's gonna come mm -hmm. as I sing it and the, and the one thing I want to do tell everybody that we are a non-profit group yep. uh so every dime uh, I'll even go back to every penny we get. We take nothing from it. Um, we put it all back into the, the community of other folks. Yes. So if anybody's wondering uh, about transparency these days and, oh, you guys are in it for the money. Well, the only thing we're in it for the money for is so we can help the people um, in Idaho Falls. They're, they're, we keep it very, like you said, transparent. And there's only myself that has... Uh, access to the account and then two other people that have access to the account and it's not him and it's none of my family and we we are very open and honest about what we do with the funds um and yes it we're not it's not one of those organizations where uh you know 60 70 cents of every dollar goes into it every single penny of every dollar goes back into our community but we he's he will be singing let it be so here's a disclaimer, Paul McCartney, if you're watching this, uh, we, we <laughs> don't retain the rights or, or nor do we pretend to retain the rights. Uh, we just do it as a tribute to Paul and, and the rest of the Beatles and to Adam. Perfect. Now, uh, with Adam Foundation, if you know people are listening who are interested in contributing, is it something you guys run all year round? Is there places that people can go online to contribute? Yes, through our uh, Facebook page. There's a there's a button uh, and, and it will redirect you to our um, website website and then on our website there's actually a PayPal button where they can contribute. Uh, they can also on our website you get mail checks straight to our foundation. Uh, I'm not gonna give the address out because sure. well is it on there? It is on yeah, there, okay, right. but, but uh, I, I I mean it, it, there's a yeah PayPal button and yeah. I mean, our website is am jfoundation.com was that clear amjfoundation.com yeah, that works and actually yeah, um, website. yeah adam's foundation if you type that in that's our facebook um but yeah or or you know and, and like i said once again we're totally 501c3 uh every bit of money that people give is a tax write off for them they can totally I mean, not that I'm pushing send us donations, right but, but 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 it's it is it is a good thing if you, if you ever need something and you want to feel good about donating to something, 
Uh, Idaho Falls has, has, has a huge homeless and, and, and mental health problem right now. Yeah. Um, and it, that's what happens when growth happens. Uh, and, and the city's growing leaps and bounds. As yeah. well now. There's a misconception that people are, I have to make sure I say this correctly, that, that the people that are homeless are homeless because of their mental illness and um, that's that's not the case in in all the time. A lot of times, people are homeless because they just don't have money. Mental yeah. illness has nothing to do with it. We have people living in some of some of the better neighborhoods, making all kinds of money, and they have mental illness. Sure. And that's such a misconception that it's and just because you're homeless doesn't mean you you're have mental illness. Right. You know. Um, and so that, and that's the thing, it's mental illness isn't necessarily homeless and homeless isn't necessarily mental illness, but it does go together to, to such a degree that we need to start coming together and helping our, our communities to get back on their feet. And uh, this is just one of the things that we do in helping the community. Yeah, and with mental illness, it's, you know, they call it the invisible disease for a reason, because you don't always know. It doesn't always present physical signs, because, I mean, you you can't just assume someone has a mental illness, because you just you just can't tell sometimes. That's right, and suicide is one of the things that, unfortunately, um, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about one in, one in particular, PTSD. Okay. Um, when, when somebody's diagnosed with PTSD, you're like, oh, I didn't know you were in the war. That's not where it's that's not, not even. It's a common. It's a common thread, but it's not always the case. Right. It is very common, but it's literally post-traumatic stress disorder, and it comes yeah. from any kind of um, traumatic experience, and, and the effect it has on our brains mm -hmm. is is amazing. And trying to heal that is a long, hard journey. Yeah. So that's where that's one of the reasons why I think suicide awareness and prevention is so important because it is literally one of the things we can prevent. And that's one of the things that just destroys us. You know, that, sure. that's one thing that gives people the PTSD and, the, and anxiety that they didn't have it before, but now they do because they've had to deal with that. Yeah, for sure. So it comes from many things. And that's just one of the harder ones to to figure out. And that's oh, yeah. one of the things is to make sure everybody realizes. I know things some sometimes suck in the in the moment, and, and there seems like there's no hope, there's no light. But if you give it just twenty four hours, uh, that dark storm can pass and it be the best day of your life. Uh, and, and I know a lot of people have trouble finding that hope and light. And that's why we're advocating for it um, because it's out there. And I know these days, <laughs> ironic, um, these days it's really hard to find that hope and light. Uh, you turn on a news channel, you turn on your computer, you turn on the radio, everybody's arguing, everybody's fighting, everybody hates each other. Just like my hat says, it's time to get back to peace, love, and 
I'm not advocating alcoholism, but the happy hour. And that doesn't mean drinking, but it means social interaction that has meaning, not hate. Positive. Yeah, positive social interaction. Uh, and that's to get into your technology show to put it together. Technology has become a big player in making the younger kids kill themselves. They're never disconnected. They have people hounding them, bullying them 24 seven. It's not like when I grew up, I'm much older than you, Chris. But <laughs> it's, it's true. I'm almost 60. And, but hey, I'll be, I'll be 39 next month. So you're not too much older than me. No. I'm not. Hey, you're only Chris, as young as you feel. I said 60, my friend. Uh, well, you know, Almost. fair, fair. So, I mean, and that's the thing. When I was growing up, you know, that's why I played so much music and I played so much baseball and played hockey because that's all I had. I didn't have this technology when I was growing up. Oh, heck, I wish I did because if I would have had this technology, I could have made Sergeant Pepper. Uh, but uh, I mean, but it's, it's, it's just amazing the... And I feel so bad because everybody, because I am in tech, in technology in the field, and everybody asked me, "What's the biggest problem?" And I said, "Me, technology." I mean, you know, if we could just disconnect our phone one day a week, or our computer one day a week, or stop watching Italian binge and Netflix, uh, and just sit and talk with your friends, relatives, loved in ones, person. in person, and just focus on human interaction and get back to that because that's what human beings need uh as we get more and more into technology you realize when you go to and then i just from work when i go on a call to see somebody that's something needs fixed or something uh i'm like they, they don't really care about the problem they're just like oh so glad to see you you're gonna make it better yep. and that's what people need they need to get back to human touch hu human interaction that's positive especially the children, we have, su su I know, <clears throat> excuse me, it, the, the hard thing, most days the hardest thing for me to look at is this six, seven, eight-year-olds that not only, I mean, they're not, they don't just think about it, they attempt it. Sometimes, I mean, we've got something complete at that age. And that is unreal. Yeah. Um, because, because literally of the, um, texting, tweeting, Snapchat, what are some of those other ones that I don't... Facebook. Facebook, I mean, they Nails. literally never get to go home and just be, you know, it's... Anything. And just connect and let it go. Even Messenger and all the other... And don't get me wrong, it's a good thing to be able to, you know, hit up one of your friends. Like, oh, I hit up a lot of my friends back east. Hey, how's it going? You know? uh, but it's also a good thing to just... As we sit here and talk to each other via Zoom, uh, it's also a good thing just to sit, sit in person and say, "Hey, how you doing? Are, are you okay?" Well, if the, if your children are going to be using the, the the phones and the text messaging like they do, parents definitely need to have more accountability and and pay attention to what's going on with what's going out and coming in, because that is sometimes part of the problem we all feel like well i trust my child they're not being mean or in the, you know to go to the other side well if my child was having problems with somebody they would tell me had my son told me some of the things that i now know 
we probably could have prevented it, but I didn't know. Yeah. Because I trusted him. He was a great kid. He didn't, he didn't do, you know, he wasn't in trouble ever really, you know, other than your normal stuff, but he was never in trouble with the law. He was never, you know, he never got into everybody. So, oh, cause he did drugs. No, he didn't do drugs. Um, yes, I had the coroner's report. I had to find out, you know, what was going on and there was nothing. So that's, that's the point is if they're going to be allowed at such young ages, have some accountability, yep. see what's going on, check their phones. And then if you do find something, talk to them about it, contact the other party, you know, make sure it's dealt with. Don't just figure, oh, it's just kids. Cause these days it's more than just that. It's not like it was when we were just kids. Yeah. Kids, kids being kids isn't an excuse anymore because, you know, like, like you're saying, when I was younger, I didn't really feel like I had anyone to talk to. And I used to get berated with mean things all the time. And I never really felt like I could talk to anybody because I didn't feel like anybody would care. And it's kind of like, I don't know if you've seen the mental health video Kevin Smith came out with a couple of months ago, but he had mentioned that a lot of the trauma he went through, he compartmentalized and minimalized it because, well, what I went through isn't, you know, what it's, it's minuscule compared to what this other person went through and you can't compare because trauma is trauma. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is because your brain reacts the same way. And I think if I felt, I mean, I didn't tell anyone, you know, stuff that happened to me until I was much older and my parents were like, I had no idea that was going on. I'm like, well, I just didn't feel like I could tell you because I felt like nothing was going to happen. And so it's, it's good to have you guys in the world so that, you know, people know that there's someone you can talk to. Because I think that's one of the hardest things. And like you said, Eric, um, you know, you wait the 24 hours and, you know, whatever horrible thing you think you're going through could go away. And, you know, they always say, you know, I'd rather I'd rather stay up late talking to you than talk at your funeral. And that I think is definitely something very important because no matter what, and I'm sorry, I'm going off on so many tangents. I had a friend that. That's what it's about. Yeah, we we used to talk all the time and sometimes we'd go weeks without talking because they're like, well, I never I didn't have anything to tell you. So I thought I didn't want to bother you. I'm like, you're not bothering me ever. You know, if you want to talk to me, talk to me. And that's another thing that you said, Eric, about, you know, seeing people in person and, you know, the kids say you got to go out and touch grass sometimes. And that's definitely something that needs to happen. And that's one thing I miss about the job that you know, we used to do together is, you know, going to see someone in person and getting that like, yes, you're here to fix my thing. I don't have that as much anymore. I fix things more over the phone now. Um, and that's why I always, every time I do end up going to the office, I always try to talk to as many people as I can. And I'll always find a reason to come to Erob to come say, Hey to you, because I miss the interactions with you and I miss the interactions with people. And that's something that the pandemic has definitely made a lot more complicated because you don't have the face-to-face as much anymore. And then that's another elephant in the room here. Um, COVID, the pandemic. Uh, I'm not going to get social or political, but I'm going to say two things. It's still going on. Yeah. And it has changed everybody's life. Yep. Whether you want to debate that, great. I disagree because the way we work, the way we live, the way we eat, the way we shop, the way... <sighs> Everything is now changed. Yeah. 
And, and that has to be at least acknowledged. And whether you believe COVID happened or you don't believe COVID, here's the thing. It's a mental health issue. It always will be now because now we have people waiting for the next COVID. Yeah. We have people waiting for the next social issue. We have people. <laughs> so, I mean, and that's, that's why I, I, I advocate so much for it. it it's okay. And it doesn't matter if you're like a football player for, you know, Super Bowl champions. There are times where you have issues going on. And if you think it's something small, it may be small, but it's important to you. So it's big yeah. to you. So there's no no shame, no crime in sitting down with somebody qualified that is willing to help and listen. Yeah. One of the things we hear, which kind of touches back on what you were just saying is, well, we, you know, when you ask someone, well, why would you, why would you want to go to such extremes? Why do you want to be a burden? Well, we'd rather you be a burden. We really would. I, I, I wish my son was here to burden me every single day, you know, and, and just because his siblings are, they, they would, they feel the same way. We want you to be a burden. We would rather have that burden than so, not have So you. parents should not have to bear their children. And, and Adam wasn't my biological son, and I only knew him a few years. But to see his coffin go into the ground was something that will stay with me forever. I'm sure. And that, that, that to me is a, the burden I carry because we couldn't reach out or reach him. And, and that's why I just want to say anybody out there, if you think you're a burden, no. The memory of you in a coffin being lowered into the ground that stays with the family forever, ever, friends and family. So mm -hmm. sorry to get real heady into uh, maybe nope. emotional and stuff, but this is something that needs to be addressed because it, it, it's okay to not feel okay, but yeah, get somebody to talk to. Yeah, don't apologize. That's kind of what this whole thing was about. And, you know, it's it's not the normal, typical topic that, you know, we cover here, but that's the thing is there's not a normal, typical topic. I want to talk to people for all sorts of things that they do. It doesn't matter what they're into. And, you know, with Geek Network, we're very big into mental health. Um, we're very big mental health advocates. And to the point where, I mean, we have a section on our website where if you want to reach out to people, we actually did just recently add Adam's Foundation to our website. So Thank it's you. just an, another another place that people can go and access you guys. So it's definitely, there's no reason to apologize. So you're totally good. So, so, so what I, I want to plug the uh, nine nine eight eight. Is that it? Uh -huh. They have a new they have a new text and, and calling number, or, or that you could just text honestly. Uh, before you only you used to have just a suicide hotline, but now you can actually just text and start talking to somebody and get the ball rolling if you don't feel good. And, and you know, for years we've had nine one one and other things. Now we finally have a, a true suicide hotline. It's years in coming. And it's such a good thing. And I just want, I don't know how far you guys reach with the internet. You could reach worldwide, but if you have a problem, don't hesitate. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, I don't want to keep you guys too much longer, you know, on the weekend, I'm sure you've got things to do. Um, is there any, you know, final thought you want to say about mental health or mental health awareness before we wrap up? Uh, I, I think no, just just 
sum it up what we've already said. It's okay to okay to not be okay. It's definitely uh, prefer you be a burden and to call call somebody, call an eight hundred number, do a text, do an email, do a you know walk over and talk to your neighbor. Um, just stay. Just talk to somebody. It's good advice. Um, and now let's, you know, let's give you guys a minute to plug, you know, plug your socials, plug uh, whatever else you guys want to plug. Well, we have the Adams uh, Foundation website, and that's www.amjfoundation.com. Uh, you can also find, find us on Facebook. Uh, just look up Adams Foundation or AMJ Foundation. It will redirect you. Uh, of course, would love to see everybody in the local Idaho Falls area at the, at the fundraiser. And I know people may say that's because you want money. No, we want you to celebrate life with us. Everybody we touch, I believe, has now become part of Adam's family. So to me, that's important because Adam would have loved that. He was a social kid. And he, he, had yeah, a, he was a goofball. Yeah, he was a goofball and he was in a technology. He loved video gaming. And but he also liked having his friends over, and he he always was the life of the party, and, and, and so this party is a remembrance of him, and it also so we can enable that memory, so we can complete and keep going with our mission to help people in the Idaho Falls area. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, August twenty sixth at Elks Lodge, five o'clock. This is when we start. Sounds good. We'll definitely do what we can to help spread the word. You know, with me being a local guy myself, I'll do my best to see if we can get the word out to as many people as we can. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. Well, um, you can find this interview when it posts and more, all sorts of fun geek news on geek-network.com. That's our website. We'll have information for Adam Foundation and all sorts of other mental health awareness that you can find on our website. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at geeks az geek network on facebook i am cd is weird on instagram uh polygon horizon who's done the music for this show it's a great they're a great band go check them out on Bandcamp. uh the logos for the show are done by my friends chris chandler and mike belcher you can find them on instagram and twitter and if you like the show please leave a review and tell your friends word of mouth is our friend and remember kids to embrace the things that feel you're weird that feel who you are Always geek responsibly and always reach out if you need to talk to somebody. Thank you guys for being here today. Thank you.